dropping gems from Keisha Christian. She's on a mission, sharing information, knowledge for soul, body and mind. Dropping gems, KeishaGems.com. KeishaGems.com. Welcome to Just Dropping Gems proud partner of Rude Rangers Unite Entertainment. We can now be found on Roku and on the Rude Rangers app. Be sure to download the app on your iOS or Android devices. Hello everyone and welcome to Just Dropping Gems. Tonight, or I should say today, this evening, whenever you're watching this, um, we have on Daniel Wolf, and I'm so excited. He's actually one of the, um, the stars with me, along with me on um, Rudy, Rude, Rude, Rude Rangers TV. <laughs> He's on Rude Rangers TV with me, and I'm excited to have one of my stars, fellow stars on this network. Um, he is also the owner of Stitching Wolf Arts and Design. And as you see, he has his, um, one of them, he has Kiaya on his lap, if you're wondering why he's holding a stuffed animal. It's the personality behind um, his company. So welcome, Daniel. Welcome to my show today. Thank you for being oh, here. Oh, it's great to be here, Keisha. Thank you for having us. Oh, uh, that's beautiful. So I want to know what actually got you into this line of business? I know that we have something in common. We're both educators. And what made you want to, well, I know you're still, um, you're still working um, as an educator, but what made you want to go into having this sort of business? No, that, that, that's a great question. So I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, my 18th year in the, in the Department of Education in the city, but when I, when I, I've always been a creative person. I've never considered myself a, an academic, which I guess since I'm in academia, that may be a, you know, and sort of, you know, a, a, a not, not a great thing to, to admit, but I, um, I'm no different. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've always, I've always relied on my creativity to get me through some of the academic stuff that I do. And I've been a visual person. So I, when I was in high school, I really got into art history mm. and I, myself as an artist, ironically, until the stitching came in, never really classified myself this much. I could take you to the Metropolitan Museum, Momo, Whitney, and I can give you a, you know, I can, I can walk you through and give you a tour and give you all the history of everything there. Oh, nice. Uh, but I never actually have classified myself as an artist because I can't draw. I can't really paint. Um, but it wasn't until, and ironically, it took something personal to get me into this. And um, my, well, she's now my wife, but at the point where, when we were dating, my, um, my wife was a was doing a lot of cross stitching and crocheting, and she tried to get me into it. And I really wasn't it, it wasn't my thing initially. Mm -hmm. And then, um, about two weeks or so before we got married, and about ten years ago, my grandmother, who was really the the light of my life and really the the guiding force for me, became very very ill, um, and she passed away not long after. Um, our wedding and she wasn't able to be there but I really believe kindredly she stayed around just to see us together because she died not long after the last time um, my wife and I had seen her um, after that and we 
I needed something. It, it hit me hard. I needed something to really occupy my time and to give me some focus. And 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 she, my my wife, really helped me sit down and said, "We're going to try this." And it just sort of stuck. Um, and the first one I did, which actually is hanging in my kitchen here, um, in, in in my home studio, is is very rudimentary. And it and it's one of the kits that you get like at Michaels or AC Moore. Um, but it's very rudimentary and it's falling apart. You can really see how it's a beginner thing. But as you know, over the last 10 years, it's really become my way and my journey to get through the way that I live my life and the way that I focus myself. And it's been that journey line for me throughout all aspects of what I do. Nice. And I have to tell you, everyone, he has some really great artwork. And I even, <laughs> I even like um, your play on words. When I look at some of your posts on Facebook, I was like, oh, I love it. Even um, the sale you put up, instead of saying Cyber Monday, you put Cyber Wolf. So I really love your play on words. So I must say, I love it. No, I play upon the fact that I have that unique last name that really just ties into everything. Okay. And, and you can't, you know, it, it's something that, that's an attention grabber. But, but we, we really do have something for everyone. There really isn't. And, there, and I have a real... And my mission is, to, you know, I bring such, I get such joy from doing it. And I if I had more wall space at home, I would continue to do it for myself, but I don't. So, so I really, really, you know, I want to bring the same joy to others with what I create, with what I, you know, with how I do it. That, that's my ultimate goal and my, my, you know, within my journey line with this part of my life. Nice. So um, where do you draw your ideas from or your inspiration from to um, create these cross-stitching designs? Because I know I, I noticed that a lot of them are, they look original. So where are you getting drawing inspiration from? Um, well, there's a lot of, um, well, I started with, with what, what was available to me. Mm -hmm. And then I sort of tapped into what people's interests are. Um, the, a lot of what we have now, I've sort of gleaned from what I've seen on, you know, I, I follow social media and I really follow what other people within my, my craft and my trade are, are doing and what is, is out there. So when I think about like the, my, the, the home goods collection that I have on, um, on my store, you know, things that are, that are useful, that are economical, that are cheap, that people need, um, that are aesthetically pleasing. Um, I do a lot that sort of taps into um, into reality and who people are. So when you know the other thing, the other stuff I've been really been working on over the last several um, over the last several weeks has been you know our collection of ornaments as we get into the holiday season and the different types of people who are out there. The not just not just the happy and the romantic people, but the people who also have been slighted and are are, are not with their significant others. Mm. Um, so we've developed these different collections of things. So I've sort of tapped into people's interests to different um, levels, and, and, and Kiaya would, would, would certainly tell you that the sarcasm and the wit that he and I have, we certainly um, have tapped into what we call our gray label collection, which is our sort of naughty, if you will, <laughs> um, collection of things that, you know, tap into the youth as well as the classic um, as well. When it comes to what people want, we really look at what they want. And I really go into this work by thinking that, and my, our company slogan is that um, the possibilities are endless. 
And we really look at what people want and we will work within those parameters to create something that's for them. You know, no is never really an option and I can't do that isn't an option, but we will work with them to create something that matches their vision as close as possible when you're working in that, the geometric situation when you're working with squares. Um, that, that's the challenging part for people and people always realize because cross-stitching is working within square blocks, mm-hmm. that you're not going to get perfect round shapes and things like that. It's working within those geometric patterns. But how, but you know, but again, it's what the client wants and we work with them throughout the entire process. Oh, I don't just say, I don't just say, I'll take your money and I'll do it and I won't show you what I'm doing until it's done. There's a process in which we go through and the client from the preliminary pattern to the end is completely ingrained in that, in that methodology for me. Wow. So on average, how long does it take you to um, actually complete a cross stitching? It doesn't have to do with the size of um, the actual, um, I'm, I'm not sure what it's called, the canvas? Yep, you got it. Okay, so it does it, is it the size of the canvas that determines how um, long it takes? I mean, it's the size, it's the number of colors, it's the, okay. um, it, it, it's the intricacies that are included within. So, for example, the, um, I give you two examples. There was one um, pattern I had done for a client and one, one commission I had done for a client about a year ago for her, um, her 10th wedding anniversary. And it was, um, uh, my wife and I dyed the canvas because she wanted, she's a big fan of Disney's Haunted Mansion. Mm-hmm. wasn't my thing but you know again I go with what the client wants so I researched and I found something to work with but she, it, it, the, the, she wanted the wallpaper of the, the, these ghosts and goblins that are part of that wallpaper um, motif that's in Haunted Mansion and but we couldn't find a purple fabric that was close enough and a canvas that was close enough to what they wanted so we ended up dyeing it ourselves Okay. And we did the whole process, but it was only, you know, it was it's an intricate pattern, but it was only the purple can, you know, it ended up being the purple canvas and one color and it was all black. That, I, I and when I, when I think about pricing, I don't think about the, the, the actual, um, the, the, the actual materials that come up with it. It's mm-hmm. the time that goes into it. So the, it took a, about, I would say it took us a, about a month and a half to two months oh, okay. to put all the pieces of that together. Um, and the one thing that I also offer is if a client doesn't want to frame it themselves, mm-hmm. I will arrange to have a framer take care of that as well and add that into the cost. Okay. Um, and I've really researched you know, framers and, and companies who will do a, a good job with doing that. Um, but again, working with the clients within the parameters of what they want and the simplicity that goes along with the design, because I know that some people, when they want these things, they don't want the, the, the added pressure of them going and having it framed. Yeah. They want the, they want the actual thing. So that takes time and that, that just, so that's an example of what takes longer. And that I think finished, it was maybe 20 inches tall by 10 or 15 inches wide. Oh, um, okay. within the frame. So it's a very large, that was a large, um, and actually one of the larger ones that I've done for commission. Um, but if you take like, for example, the ornaments that we have that were offered in the various collections that we have, mm-hmm. um, those take on average between two to four hours each to do. 
So it really depends on the intricacy, the size, the colors. Um, I did one. Um, I was hired to do a, a to create a pattern and a work based on a Bitmoji of someone. It was the first one I ever did it, and it ended up being like I think it was like eighty or eighty five different colors that went into it. Mm -hmm. um, and that takes time, and you don't know until you do it for the first time. But I realized that that took me more than more time than I ever imagined possible. But it was really. But again, that again, it's the sim. It, it really goes with the intricacy. So it's not about the materials. It's about the time and the care that goes into it, because for me, it's about the history that goes along with it. Oh, nice. This episode is sponsored by hashtag PureRomanceByVenice. Venice Richards, your pure romance consultant, inspires women to enhance their intimate lives and take care of their sexual health. Book your party today. Info in the show notes or description box below if you are watching this on YouTube. As far as you, you're able to do all sorts of um, design, just about, just about anything anyone could imagine. Um, what are some um, collections, because you did mention that, what are some collections you have? It's, I know uh, what I, while you were talking, you talked about the different sizes of canvases. So um, what are some of the different sizes and um, shapes that you might offer? I mean, I, again, I go along with the, the idea that the possibilities are endless. Um, when it comes to certain things, and, I, and I've branched out, and I've started to think outside of the box when it comes to um, what people want, the, um, I do a lot with framing within the, the, the embroidery hoops, the round hoops that you could buy at a Michael's or an AC Moore um, or Joann's, and, we, and, I, and I do it within that. Um, so, for example, our ornament collections, and there's five or six different collections within our Deck in the Halls collection. Mm -hmm. And those are, those are basically, with the exception of our pillow ornaments that are about three to four inches um, high and about an inch and a half to two inches wide. Oh, um, so you actually crochet pillow. on pillows as well. I, I, yeah, well, I do, I, well, I start with the canvas and mm -hmm. then I will put a piece of fabric behind and I'll invert it just like you would make a pillow. So again, it's oh, all okay. hand stitched. Nothing that we do, um, everything that Kiaga and I do here is all handmade. So it's not like going to, for example, going to the mall and going to one of those embroidery kiosks that are in the, you know, you know, in the mall and you, you, you put it into a machine and it goes in. This is all, this is, everything is handcrafted. Yeah. Um, nothing is, nothing is machine done. Everything is done to specification um, and for what people want. So if there's something that's special, that's special that someone wants, again, I'm not adverse to listening and to hearing out and then working with people to make it become their reality. Because for me, this ended up my reality. I didn't realize it 10 years ago when this all came down the pike for me, but this really became how I release that energy and I get through good times, sad times, tough times, bad times, everything in between. So that's the, you know, so, but everything, there's, there's love that's every stitch, yeah. even though, even though, even though what may come out of our mouths as we go through it is not always loving <laughs> and correct mistakes. There's a bit of love in every stitch that goes on. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm not, you know, 
and I'm not averse to trying things. So everything, um, uh, there isn't a shape. When it comes to framing, unfortunately, unless it's a higher end type of a thing, there's very, you know, it's basically square with what, with what, you know, if you were to go to a Michaels, for example, for framing, you're working within, you could do something different with the matting, but you can't do something different with the framing. Yeah. Um, depending on what a client wants, I could then step out of the box and go a bit further with regards to shapes of frames. And, but again, it becomes a different cost point. I try to make it, you know, it's, it's art and art is yeah. expensive and art is something for, at least for me, I've always seen it. Um, I have, my mother was a needle pointer um, when she was younger and, and, and in good health. Oh, <laughs> so she has, so she, she would do the, 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 the needle point with the pattern that was, and for a lot of the stuff that she did when she started was she had a, um, in Manhattan, there was a, a, a shop where they would paint classic art and other patterns onto canvas directly. And then you would match the colors that the artist would use. So the, the pattern behind was original based on classic works of art. So for example, I have a Cezanne still life that my mother had needle pointed that my grandmother had in her home that I, that I inherited when my grandmother had passed. Um, but behind it, I know there's an original, the canvas itself is an original painting based on this Cezanne still life. And the fact that it was needle pointed by my mother and stitched by her makes it for me, an added, you know, has an added value. So it's the original art from the person who, who did that. Who made it originally. Mm -hmm. Right. Plus what my mother did. So, you know, for me, it's, it's also that family connection. Yeah. That really makes it valuable. And something, you know, I've done a lot of pieces for, for, for folks who, um, who wanted stuff for their grandchildren's bedrooms and their children's bedrooms with their names and different character motifs and, animal motifs to match, you know, what, what interests are. <coughs> those are the things that get passed down generation to generation mm -hmm. that become the, the, those living history things. And for me as a historian, as a history person, and, and, and as a history teacher or a former history teacher, those are the things that, that speak to me because it becomes that living history for people. Yes. That sort of has that, you know, wow, this is something that was made for me given to me that I'm going to carry with me. Yes. And pass on. Right. And, and that's, and that's what I'm trying, that what I try to, to, to pass on through the work that we do here. That that's, it's, it's a very, it's a very, um, it's almost Zen like in the way that, the way that I think about it, it's very, you know, everything that I do for people, it, it, it's, it's the love and the passion for what they have for it as well. It's not just about me, mm -hmm. but it's about what they want to give people as well. Oh, this is, that's beautiful. You um, said something that um, that's resonating in my mind right now. Um, you, you actually used your pain and you transmuted it into something loving and healing. Yes. So, um, and then, and then you even talked about like um, with your wife, how she actually sat down with you. So um, what I'm thinking now, is there anything else that you, um, is, you're doing all these different types of um, work. Is there anything else that you um, want to go into now with your company? 
or evolve into something else? I mean, we're, 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 we're dabbling. I mean, we're still relatively new. We're going into, we're about a year and a half in. Oh, okay. Um, we, we, we launched um, in, I think we launched our Facebook page in, in May of, of um, 2018. Oh, okay. so that's what we started. We really, we really started to put some thought into what we were doing, mm-hmm. um, starting very small scale. Um, I've started to think more outside of the box mm-hmm. with things. Um, and I spoke earlier about like the different types of like home good type things. So I've sort of tapped into things that I have that are original in creation um, that can be multi-purposed. Mm-hmm. So, um, so for example, on um, on our website we have a, a our, our bling collection where I've taken some original pieces of art and I've turned them into pieces of jewelry. So you can buy the you know the original art in a bangle bracelet or a pair of earrings or cufflinks for for the gentlemen or tie clips for gentlemen. Um, so those, those those things that are interesting and then again working within parameters. So if I had a client who wanted something. Um, for a friend for, for, and for Christmas, and I actually started this last spring, um, and she wanted, she bought the original art that I, cre- that I worked to create based off of pattern, um, but she also wanted earrings created. Oh, so, okay. we took, so we took that and I made it into a pair of, um, of, 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 drop, of, of, of teardrop earrings that she's given to her friend. So she's getting the artwork as well because she paid for the time that it went into creating it. And she's getting the earrings to give as a gift, so it's sort of a dual, um, a dual thing. Nice. Um, but again, it's 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 original, and it take you know it's the time that goes into it that is, um, and what meant something for her. And she said, "Wow, you could really see the detail and the time it went into it. Like, this is that she's going to cherish. That's what I want. I want it to be that unique thing that someone. Wow, this was done for me." So we've, we've tapped into that. Um, so I do that. I've taken a lot of some of my original art and I've made it into acrylic clocks oh, as well. Okay. Um, so you can actually get Kiaya's likeness, which is available on our website. Um, well, so we, it's not, so in it's, profile. So I don't mean to cut you off, but it's not just cross-stitching you're doing. Well, I'm taking it, I'm putting into other products that may hook into, into, um, into folks. Okay. So I've sort of I've sort of looked at what people have bought. I've done a lot of time looking at what craft shows do and what things. And I've and I've done a lot of trial and error over the last couple of years that I've been doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think about what's popular. So um, and I've done different types of venues. I did um, the wine festival up in the Hudson Valley this past September. And based on what people purchased and what conversations I had with with folks as they went by, I should have gleaned what they had. I know, you know, at, at different price points of what is available. So, you know, so when I think about things, you know, what someone will buy, like our ornaments are relatively low in cost. Our ornaments run anywhere between $10 and $25 based on personalization. Mm-hmm. And if someone wants something personalized, something designed specifically within what we have, that's the higher end. But the stuff that we have that's general is all ten dollars oh. um, or or lower. So we also have um, Kiaya has a collection that's called the color the color collection, where it's the embroidery floss that sh- that we use to stitch things filled in ornaments. Those are eight dollars. Okay. So you know, it, it, you know we we try to base what 
different ranges of audiences have. Yes, because it is art, and art does cost. Yeah, um, and, and, and for me, it's the demographic. That's what right, the saying. demographic, and what and what the re, and, and what and what different people have depending on who, um, who who an event caters to, um, and the type of and the time of year. I was able to do more in September when people are buying wine at a wine festival than necessarily I could do it, you know, at, at one of the holiday shows, um, at, at a school vendor show or something similar to that around the Christmas season where everyone is laying out all their cash for all the Christmas gifts and stuff that comes along with that. You know, so that, that comes into play, but I, you know, but I also work with people because I'm also a humanitarian Mm-hmm. When it comes to this, because I'm also someone who believes art is meant for the people. Yes, yes. So I'm, will, you know, I'm willing to negotiate and to work with something within the parameters of what a person wants. And for me, I always start on the higher end. And I think about this. I always think about what you know, as an educator, what I want for children. Mm-hmm. So when I think about what I do on a day-to-day basis, as in, you know, as a as a um, a director for a program within the city schools. I always think about, you know, what do I want? What is the biggest vision I have? And I start large and then I start parsing it down. Yeah. And that's what I do with my clients as well, because I want to tell them basically give them an idea of what, what they have is worth and what is possible. Sort of like if you ever watch HGTV and you watch the property brothers and they take, you know, they want to, they want to sell you on the house that they can rebuild and they can gut yeah. and do all that stuff with. And they crap, they crush all these people's dreams when they show them the multi-million dollar homes. That's sort of the premise that I take, you know, with the art that I create too, because there's something for everyone and I will make it work for whatever the parameters are. I'm, I don't want to be the person who turns somebody away. Yeah. So you work with everyone's budget, basically. So whatever basically, your budget you know, is, you work with. Their, their budget, their interests, their parameters, and, you know, and, and because Art is meant to be enjoyed. Exactly. I agree with you. I have a question. So where did Kiaya come from? <laughs> <laughs> well, Kiaya, Kiaya actually came about. Um, and I have, I, have, I have a friend who's been, you know, mentoring me through my, you know, through my journey with this and who's been supporting me throughout. Um, and and that, that, of course, is our mutual friend, um, Rudy from Rude Rangers TV. Yes. We have been... Um, He's really been, he's seen me through the beginning, you know, from the, the early on aspect of what I was doing. And I actually found him through the vendors page, one of the, one of the Long Island vendors pages. And he was looking for someone for his, I think I, think I was on that with you actually last Yes, December. that's where we met. <laughs> um, and, and, and it sort of became a, um, a situation where he sort of guided me through. He saw the potential in what I had to offer. Mm-hmm. And he sort of reined me in. A little bit and I had I, I sat with him one day not long after that December um, that December television show and he said you need you need a hook you need something that's going to bring them in with a personality of course he said not of course that doesn't mean that I don't have a personality <laughs> yeah but something to match something to match my product line yeah um, and so you should do you, you, know, you should have a mascot and a wolf would be perfect because you're stitching wolf and he said, and you should name the mascot. He said, do you have, do you have a, you know, do you have an animal or a stuffed animal that's a wolf at home? And actually, Kiaya comes from the, the Build a Bear WWF um, 
fundraisers a number of years ago. Okay. Uh, and, and the proceeds to build him went to, to go to wildlife support. Um, and when we, you know, when we created him, you have to do a contest. So I opened this up on social media and Kiaya actually comes from the Cherokee word howling wolf. Mm. Um, and this was, if you open this up, it ended up being international through social media, but the contest was only open to residents of the continental U.S. Um, and it was a, um, a gentleman who lived in upstate New York who came up and, and volunteered Kiaya as an option. And it was, and it seemed very fitting because the, um, it's not up on the, on the web, on, on the homepage currently because we're, you know, we've been promoting all the, the, the holiday stuff. But until recently, we had I have a cross stitch that I have of a wild of a wolf howling. Mm-hmm. So it's and, and that was sort of where he came up with this idea because when I was launching this, that was the image that was out there on on, on everything that I had. He, the, my, my 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 buddy here has has become the, the the face of it, but behind it is that particular cross stitch, and um and it sort of came from there. So he's sort of become the inspiration behind it all. Um, and, you know, it, it becomes a face value. Um, he travels with me, so we'll be at an event at, at, in, in Westbury this weekend. He'll be there. Everyone loves to pet him and come <laughs> by and visit him, and he'll be in, you know, you know, he'll dress up in different occasions. So today he's, you know, now he's wearing his, you know, his official Sitching Wolf Kiaya um, swag, but he'll wear different things for the different seasons, when it comes to baseball season, he's got a Mets uniform, he's got a Yankees uniform, he's a New Yorker. He'll root for everybody. But, you know, he's got a personality and he comes out and he really, it brings people in. And that, you know, it's something that people can relate to and it's fun. And that's, Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It's fun. You know, you have him there and it's fun. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Daniel, thank you so much for coming on this episode of Just Dropping Gems. And I want to know, I always ask my guests, do you have any final words or thoughts you would like to leave with the audience? Absolutely. And first of all, thank you for, for, for having well, both Kiaya and myself here. He's, he's awfully quiet tonight. He's normally more talkative, but he's a little bit more with the live broadcast. He's a little, <laughs> bit, more, a little bit more shy than he normally is. Um, but, you know, honestly, follow your dreams and, and, and follow your heart and let your heart and your dreams guide you. Um, and I'm, I'm, I believe in motivation and wisdom and every Monday and Wednesday I do motivation Mondays on my social media and wisdom Wednesdays on my social media. Mm-hmm. And I always try to impart some bit of wisdom. And I think that really you need to fo- the possibilities are always endless and you can't let, and I'm, you know, um, there's a lot going on in the world that we're in and you can't let that become a deterrent. You have to be you and you have to follow what you believe and what you love Yes. And for me, it, it follows both of my paths, both as an educator, which I've loved doing for almost the last 20 years, and I'll do, you know, up until, up until retirement and thereafter, and my art, I've, I've, the art was the unrealized dream, the actual, that, that I did, I can create something and be that creative piece, but also, um, you know, make it, make it something that is tangible. I found that later on in my life, but don't, don't take, you know, and I guess it was, I, I forget the poet, Robert Frost, like, don't take the road less taken. Yes. But really take, you know, whatever journey line you're on, go with it. Dreams become, can become reality. Possibilities are always endless, which are the two things that we thrive on 
here and the stuff that I believe in. And just and that's the one thing I want people to walk away with. Follow your heart, follow your passion, follow your dreams, because that's what's going to guide you through what you do in everything, whether it's career, hobby, anything. That's the stuff that gets you, that gets you through. Exactly. You really need to make time for those things that you love. It doesn't have to be um, really the career, your career path or your job. But if you find something you love, you're able to um, take that energy. It could become very healing. And it's not only just for you, but for the world. It, 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 it's very, it, it's very holistic. It's very heal. You know, it, it, it's healing and it's, and it's human. Yeah. Um, and we joke, we, you know, my wife and I joke around and all of our friends who are crafters and artists also crafting is cheaper than therapy. <laughs> you know, yes, you struggle, you struggle with stuff, but it's, it's very therapeutic. Yes. You, know, you find them that you love and that become, that becomes the guiding force in what you do. Yeah. And, and, and that's what my art becomes for me. It's a journey. It's a meditative process. It's a, it's a maze. It's a labyrinth. There's no easy solution, mm-hmm. but it's something that you work through as a process. So I, you know, the one thing that people have to realize that you need something that isn't your career because at the end of the day, it's your career, but for some people, it's just a job. Yes. What are you doing for you? Exactly. And for me and, 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 and for, my, for my friend here, it's the art that gets us through. That's what, you know, through any type of, you know, sad, happy, mad, those are the, you know, it, it's, my, it, it's the art that gets, personally, gets me through and helps me cope. And that's, everyone needs something. And that's what I'm... I'm about and what people need to, you know, especially with this, what our world is right now. Yes. We need joy. We need hope. We need love. We need those inspirational things and tap into those things because there's so much upset and anger and, and hatred that's out there now in our world. This is what we need. Yes, you definitely, we definitely do need it. Would the weather keep you from going outside today? Don't suffer from annoying allergy symptoms. Claim your free gift. www.keishagems.com courses. You have nothing to lose and everything to gain. Dropping Gems Academy is offering certifications that can allow you to turn your investment into a certified holistic practice. Use this introduction course as an all-natural alternative seasonal year-long allergy treatment option. Empowered with knowledge, you can help me spread awareness with the rest of the world. Driven by a passion for holistic studies, after Keisha Christian has listened to your requests and expanded the techniques shared in her acclaimed resource guide, Holistic Gems, how to treat seasonal and year-long allergies naturally into a full online course. The second installment in her published Dropping Gems series has inspired parents, teachers, naturalists, the therapists to reassess the way they handle seasonal allergy symptoms. Now this course will help you do the same. Sign up to get your free gift. The first 10 registrants get 50% off using the code DROPPINGGEMS50 at checkout. 
Well, Daniel, thank you so much for coming on and taking time out of your schedule. Oh, it, 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 it's our pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Oh, and, and my friend. Yeah, yeah, I forgot to say thank you. Okay. He's, very, he's very happy to join us. And we hope to join you again soon. Yes. Um, but it, but thank, thank you for having us. It's, it, it, it's, great, it's great to do this with you tonight. All right, then. Have a, have a wonderful evening, day, morning, night, whenever you're watching this or listening to this. <laughs> And um, everyone, thank you so much for listening to Just Dropping Gems. Peace and blessings to you. Much abundance. Thank you so much for listening to Just Dropping Gems. Proud partner of Rude Rangers United Entertainment. We can be found on Roku and on the Rude Rangers app, which can be downloaded on your iOS or Android devices. This episode has been sponsored by Dropping Gems Publishing and Dropping Gems Academy. Be sure to visit our website where we offer holistic solutions with the soul in mind. Subscribe to our YouTube channel at DroppingGems.com. If you are interested in being a sponsor or advertising on this show, you can contact us at KeishaChristian.com or email us at KeishaGems at gmail.com. Much abundance to you. Peace and blessings.